two of us are a little bit drunker. Three of us are a lot more annoyed, but uh, Ecamm software is just torquing me off. You got to use Audacity. I think it's I think it's user error. Yeah. The I don't audacity. Think the audacity. <laughs> oh. So start the show. <laughs> Welcome again. Again. To everyone, racers. A show designed for the world of low dollar racing, and this week extremely oddball car culture it doesn't matter what kind of la champ or lucky track dog you run scca or nasa we won't discriminate we even think you drift though hella flush peeps are right as long as you drive it hard and built it yourself join us each week for a tech discussion tips tricks news and notes in the world of low dollar amateur racing and whether it's on the spot hella sweeter but terrible or we're lucky this week and chrissy gives us just the tip i'm sure you'll giggle a little and learn a lot. Everyone report to the paddock. This is Chris. This is Chrissy. I'm Jeff. And I'm Mental. And this week, we are Everyone Racers Plus One. Mystery Voice, Woo-hoo! please check in. Say hi. Hola, como estas, amigos? <laughs> in this, uh, thanks for coming back and listening to a more drunken second chance episode. This is episode <laughs> 6.3. Yes, it is 6.3 because we are recording this on December 5th, and two of our podcast mates are actually in their 6.3 AMG as we speak recording, and they sound wonderful, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> we got the Skype through the Bluetooth on Air AMG here on Route 81 in Virginia, uh, on our way to the Lemon Season finale at Barber. Woo! Excellent. Yeah, Barber wrote Atlanta. Barber's oh, yes. Atlanta. Yeah, you'd be lonely if you go to Barber. <laughs> I'm sure they're running. I don't know. Whatever. I could go to, but we could go to both at this point. Georgia, Alabama, eh, rednecks. What's the difference? Yeah. Of course, you come rolling up in an AMG. I think they won't. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alabama versus Atlanta. You're going to get a very different reaction in a Mercedes. It's true. Well, if you're wow. not driving a car like Chris, but Chrissy can because she's in the passenger seat, don't forget to open your E1R bingo card. And, and bad. don't forget to refresh it because all the stuff previous to the bad recording doesn't count. That's true. So, yeah, open up your Chris. Uh, Chris, you have the mic. You seem to be streaming at the moment. So why don't you tell us what you're working on? I've been working on exercising my liver and getting fatter and my tan. Nice. Yeah. yeah, Chrissy and I were down on vacation a bit north of Cancun, Mexico, for some good relaxation time, and that's about all I've been had, had a chance or wanted to do this last week. So we've, uh, we just got back last night and have been in the country for right about 24 hours now, and now we're heading out to Atlanta. Yeah. So, so did you go to work in those twenty-four hours? Like, yes, yes, I. Yeah. So, yeah. my my answer is ditto. I've done the same, and uh, we've been home for a little while. We got home last night, took uh, unloaded, preloaded, went to work for eight hours, did about one hundred fifty to two hundred fifty emails, said peace out. I have three more days of vacation. See you next week. Nice. Yes. Yeah. 
basically, we're living the lottery winner lifestyle of <laughs> being the Caribbean, having people serve us drinks and cater to every whim, and then immediately fly to a world-renowned racing service where, or surface where someone has prepared a car very well for us that will show up. Yeah. And, and you're traveling there in your Mercedes, your supercharged Mercedes, it is. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it doesn't suck. So. Yeah. Now, now, I believe that is a naturally aspirated 6.3 in that Mercedes, isn't it? You are, you are correct, Jeff. That's right. All right. I right. mean, it's got 500 horsepower, but. And air conditioned yeah. seats. Go to college, kids. Go to college. Damn right. My air conditioned seat is on. Uh huh. Right. Well, so now, that, that sounds like uh, the life of luxury. I'll tell you about the non-life of luxury. <laughs> I sort of had the weekend off. Woo! Very exciting. Uh, but I had the weekend off. I actually got to spend all day Saturday not at work but working as I took uh, took nine buses worth of students, college students, from Atlantic City, New Jersey to Manhattan to enjoy the lovely Christmas spectacular that is the Manhattan uh, a jubilation. Uh, we did the Macy's deal. My 10-year-old got to sit on Santa's lap. And let me tell you, looked a little bit like our mystery guest. But was spectacular. <laughs> not as, that, is, not, that is some 10-year-old you have there, then. <laughs> <laughs> not my 10-year-old Santa. Oh, uh, oh, okay, okay. Uh, who brought this guy? Anyway, so, so yeah, so uh, we did Times Square. We got to see um, half-naked ladies in Times Square. That was kind of interesting. It was like lots yeah, of, lots of fashion. Not that kind of Times Square. Left, lots left, or, left or right side was half. Uh, no, no, no. Um, I, I should say scantily clad underwear models of large and extra large size getting like fashion shoots. And we, it was like right outside the window where we were eating. And my son kept like looking up at the, at the, um, the, the electronic billboards at the dogs and stuff. And I was like, uh, all right, I I guess he's ten. I'll forgive him for the moment. I honestly, you said half naked ladies. I just figured because you're like a, a college guy, you just didn't know it was the bare naked ladies. They were doing a concert or something. No, <laughs> nothing like that. Nothing like that. Yeah, we went to see them half naked ladies band. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will also mention that uh, a lot of parts showed up. The correct parts for my Chinese version of the CT70. So I'm very excited. I'm going to be able to work on that this weekend. But not excited because the rest of you will be in race cars, and I will be uh, wrenching. Well, only part of the weekend. I'm, I'm going to be yes. in race cars. Man, so, so why don't you tell us what's going on? Excellent. So I have a marksmanship meet tomorrow. I've got a marksmanship meet on Saturday, which is why I'm going to miss a good portion of the race. I've been working on that Volvo life yoke because I got my wheel spacers in my 25 millimeters so I could put my S40 wheels on and they won't clear the center hub. So I've got to grind out the center of my S40 wheels. I, I hear the mute coming off and the, the German missile over here. What do you got, Chris? Yeah, can you at least please take them to a machine? so that you don't grind them into ovals and you create <laughs> worse problems for yourself. There's no chance. No. Have, have we met? No, I'm not going to take them to a machine shop. Of course not. I'm going to do it in my driveway with a friggin' angle grinder. Duh. I know. That's why I'm just trying. I'm, 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 I'm,
okay, I'm done. <laughs> Actually, I, I I might see what a machine shop can do in there. And then I've got to be driving a bus uh, this weekend. And then I am prepping the RV, which, uh, as I mentioned, it's got propane, gasoline, some linens, and nothing else. But that's what we're doing for what is probably going to be another snowy, cold weekend at Road Atlanta. And they're talking snow again. And I blame all of you damn Yankees for bringing this crap down. This is two years in a row now. Awesome. Uh if that's all you're working on, why don't you introduce the mystery voice? So without a doubt, folks, you've heard the subtle, nuanced, yet jazzy tones of our mystery guest. Of our bilingual mystery guest. Multilingual oh, yeah. uh, mystery guest. The the epic Johan Samanta, a.k.a. the GD Yo-Man. Yo-Man, what you working on? Uh, so today I was, I was basically, I was, I was unteaching medical students in my office and that was, they, they had a scary time, but I, but I think, (laughs) I mean, if Nietzsche, you know, was right about anything, they should, uh, you know, what I should be working on is I need to fix the alignment on two of my VW based, uh, you know, ball joint, uh, front beam cars. I've got a 67 Beetle and a and a, a 57 Speedster replica, which is hella sweet. Um, and they're two of my rotating uh, rotating daily drivers. That you know, right now, I, you know, you don't dare let go of the steering wheel because of where you might end up. But <laughs> you know, but they're delights, so you can you can wrestle them down the street, no problem. And then and when you have so at this point, all of my cars are built before 1980. It's a good plan. Uh, <laughs> and they're Pretty all much. German, which is not good. So you, you need multiple cars in your rotation so that you have at least a two out of three <laughs> chance of being able to get to work. Right? Uh, you know, so my, my other, my, the, the number three in this, this trio is the one that, that I'm sort of still hella sweet in love with. So that's, I got a, 76 911s sleeper and mm. by sleeper i mean somebody not me but uh, thank goodness i didn't have to go through doing this but it's got a it's a first gen three liter non-intercooled 911 turbo drivetrain so Ooh. all the lag all the doctor killing all the way <laughs> <laughs> It's terrifying and fun at the same time, much like racing. Didn't didn't you take that? Didn't you and your mom go uh, do an epic road trip? I remember seeing all of this on one of the social medias. Was it last year? Yeah, we did. So my my mom wanted uh, like told me, you know, well, I'm going to be 75 in two years, but I don't want to wait that long. Next summer. Well, you, can I do the, one of those lemons rallies with you? And I said, well, hell yeah. So we piled into the, the Speedster, drove it from Phoenix up to Monterey, which is, I got it's like 800 miles um, in the you know, butt-ass heat of August. And then <laughs> from there, did the rally all the way. It was you know up the coast, Seattle, down to Bend, down back to Monterey. So over like five, whatever, seven days, I think we did 4,000 miles. Plus That's we not bad. To, yeah. No, plus not at all. Pebble Beach, uh, you know, we did that, the concourse there. 
you got to eat a lot of caviar and crab meat uh, to make up for the cost of those tickets. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and and had a hell of sweet time at the uh, Concours de Lemons uh, on the uh, day before we left too. So it was pretty fun. Was it was that this summer or last year? Most importantly, we did not kill each other. What's that? Was that this summer or last year? That, that was last summer. Last summer, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, have, so cool. Yeah. You got anything else? Uh, I see something you know, about a fire suppression system. About, yeah, we we are. So on my, my, my other, my West Coast women's car, we are uh, angsting about putting in and what, what fire suppression system to put in since that is now uh, kind of, that is mandatory starting January 1. So Yeah, last race this weekend that you don't have to have a fire suppression system. Yep, yep. You know, I thought like wet rags, the neck count is fire suppression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hard part is just keeping the rags consistently wet. So if you can figure that out, you'll be fine. Yeah, uh, or, hey. Go. You can listen to an episode about, what, 10 episodes ago? We went through all the fire suppression systems and talking about it and how to mount it and all that kind of fun stuff. So we might actually have been helpful. That's the first. Ooh. I'll be into the archives then. Yeah, it's called a, yes. a Fire's Bad Kids, I think is the title of that episode. Fire's Bad Kids, episode 25, Fire's Bad Kids, Try Not to Burp. There it is. Burp. Uh, didn't we do it more recently than that? Didn't we do one much more recently? Or I'm just no. You're thinking about the uh, you're you're thinking about the fuel cell episode. Okay. I thought it was I thought it was more recent than that too. But who cares? Let's keep moving on. News <laughs> and notes time. All right. So I'm so excited because you know I always have Tesla news. And somebody, I, I assume it was mental, put in the Tesla news before I got a chance to put it in the news and notes. Uh, Johan, um, I, I know you're a, you're a doctor of some sort. You know it's really bad to fall asleep in your car. Well, the uh, the CHP managed to find a guy sleeping in his car while he was driving, and uh, that usually isn't you know it's a self correcting problem because they kind of go off the road and maybe they kill somebody or themselves. But uh, this time it was in his Tesla S. He was in autonomous mode and it was right down Highway 101, cruising, staying in the lane, and uh, they had no idea what to do about it. But that's finally that's actually isn't that what this whole thing is for i mean like dude you hit the bars you talk to ladies you get a little drink and then you uh hop in your test and off you go doesn't matter what you do i mean that's sweet they should have they should have congratulated him for at least being able to put it into automatically (laughs) (laughs) poor guy poor misunderstood guy yeah i think they uh i think they uh we're gonna I read a different story. We're going to put up the LA Times story, but they basically had to surround the car and like slow down in front of it until they could get it to roll to a stop. Because I guess they didn't want to like wake the dude up. Like that's what I would have done. <laughs> I would just like play and siren in his thing. I don't know well, you could have. It could have startled him or something. You know, he might have grabbed the wheel and then then all hell broke loose. So. Oh, I just want my RV to be able to drive me home from a race. That's that's and, and honestly, stone cold sober. I'm just exhausted. RV, take me home. Yes, sir. I'll take you home now. 
I'm sorry, Dave. I can't let you do that. <laughs> Mercedes, you want to chime in here? I heard you click on. All Maybe right. we I, lost the Mercedes. I guess not. Now we're here. But yeah, that's the time I want autonomous vehicles with Moses leaving the track. Just the state of the suburban. Home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yes. Now, what was interesting is what Jeff talked about is they actually had to come up with a way to stop this car. Now, uh, when when they normally have to do this, they, they take the front of the car, they catch it at the rear axle. It's a very precise maneuver known as a pit or a pursuit interruption technique, PIT. So what they actually invented, according to the L.A. Times story, was an entirely new way to stop an autonomous car. And um, so what I what I interpreted as the Tesla interruption technique. So if you spell that out, that's T E I. Oh yeah, we probably shouldn't finish that. Don't spell that. Don't spell that. (laughs) Moving on, more yummy news. I don't know how many of you out there use the Uber Eats service, where you can get an Uber to get pickup uh, food for you because we are America and we are fat as frick. But um, it turns out that there's a loophole in the in the instruction or in the in the uh, small print. Basically, the Uber Eat driver can eat your food if you don't answer the door or meet them at the curb as expected. So there was a story on thedrive.com that highlights a few of the people complaining, <laughs> but they also found a discussion board of Uber drivers basically boasting about stealing other people's roasting. There's no way they don't eat the fries. There's no way like I, I didn't, oh. I, he's not going to reach over and grab a couple fries, man. That's just human nature. Yeah. I don't trust the delivery driver who doesn't have a couple of fries. There's something wrong with that guy. I, who knows? <laughs> all right. I just tried you all three in a row here. Yeah, you, yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, transitioning to our race coverage, uh, past teammate and non-show <laughs> listener, so we can make fun of him, Dan Albritton <laughs> uh, was at the uh, with the RA Motorsports crew at the 25 Hours of Thunderhill. That is a NASA race, and they took fourth place in their class in a what looked like a pretty specky Miata. So that's pretty cool. Uh, overall win went to the Flying Lizard Motorsports in their 911 RSR. There is great coverage on the racer website, and we don't do a whole lot of NASA news, but uh, the 25 Hours of Thunderhill is a pretty cool race. So uh, I think we should talk about it. And and they had an all-girl team. They were uh, all over uh, your various social medias that they were out there making a run at it. In fact, one of them had to leave to get back to Europe to finish another race. I think they had two teams, but yep. Yep. Sorry, we we just took Chrissy's one thing that she had. She's got a sticky note on the windshield of the Mercedes. (laughs) Damn it! I had that! No, it's okay. I admittedly didn't know the race happened this weekend because I didn't care because I was ordering mimosas. Oh, no. I'm not sure I called all that. I heard Little Mango. That's all I know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mental, you got a story here? 
I do. So the Twistagram Insta face, Snap face, was all a buzz because RM Sotheby's is advertising their new Dream Garage auction, and it is uh, what is they're calling the Young Timers auction, and it's going to hit several of. of it's a, a very distinctive collection, and they're going to be hitting several of their high end auctions all around the world uh, from their website. And I quote: "From nearly every iteration of the BMW Alpena to the Mercedes 500 SEC A." AMG 6.0 liter wide body, a Porsche 928 GTS, which they highlight as a manual, the Renault what? R5 Turbo, I know, right? And a private collection we've added to our 2019 calendar has nearly every youth car of the 80s and 90s dreamed of. And just so you can check this one off on your bingo card, folks, that is the Radwood erection container right there. So... <laughs> Uh, it says Gordon Duff, global head of auctions at RM Sotheby's. The 80s and 90s young timers are back and here to stay in the world of car collecting. And we're thrilled to offer this extensive collection on behalf of its enthusiastic owner. Truly a young man's garage. This consigner is ready to distill his collection and share these exciting cars with other like-minded enthusiasts. Not only are we going to have that link in the show notes, but I'd like to point out as the guy here who's almost half a century old, that ain't got nothing to do with young timers because there isn't a thing in that picture that I don't want yeah well, I'm kind of like insulted by this whole young timers thing it's like <laughs> I, just, I guess if you're not 70 and one uh like a you know like a plymouth ss then that this you're a young timer is that it i or well, if you're married to an age-appropriate uh woman i guess you're a young timer that's what i'm gonna go with because I, I i look at all of those mecham auctions and i was like oh he took his daughter to the auction how nice of him no. And his daughter's a stripper. What the <laughs> exactly. And he just bought a big block Mopar for eight gazillion dollars. <laughs> I mean, this is this is what Your happens. Corvette just went for sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> and, and 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 this is what happens every time in the collector market when the right age gets when the right people get to the right age, they buy this cars of their youth. And twenty years ago, you couldn't touch anything pre war then 10 years ago you couldn't touch anything with a big block mopar now it's our time and everyone's going to be snatching up civics and 993s and everything else that we body unmolested fox Fox bodies yeah you're absolutely right monte carlo super sports which you oh no that's never gonna happen (laughs) i'm waiting for the land yacht the land yacht run that's what i'm waiting for just for the bingo card here don't forget the nsx (laughs) <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Actually, I have that one, so I'm very excited. <laughs> I've got too many wires going. I didn't open a bingo card. So last weekend, Champ Car, the eights at North, the eights on the North at VIR. It was a rainy weekend. So on Saturday, oh, I'd like to mention that uh, the General Lee, uh, I'm sorry, the General Leeds car. From I'm trying to remember what the heck their team name is. From down here in South Jersey, our boys were in there doing well with their Ford Focus. Um, but anyway, so on Saturday, first not banned yet, the 91 Nissan 240SX won with 213 laps. One lap back, pinkies out, 88 BMW E30. Boring. Boring. One lap after that, it's Where's John in their 90 Acura Integra. I guess that's all right. 
Uh, Sunday reversed it around. Pinkies not banned, and then Damn Sun Racing taking their ninety nine. Get ready to say it again. E forty six. Boring. Uh, so yeah, where's the where's John was off the podium. So uh, we had other racing. Am I, am I doing all the racing report here? WRL oh. held their 2018 championship. Circuit of the Americas Saturday. GTR edged out Noesis from the same lap. Same lap for the top spot. Third was Phoenix. Trying to pronounce Phoenix. Phoenix. It, I think just misspelled uh-huh. it on purpose because they're stupid. Sunday, oh. GTR dominated again. Soundly beating Thunder Bunny by three laps. Third was Roll Tide with 161. So congrats, GTR. And uh, we have kept up with your wins this year, and they've all been well-earned. Yep. Uh, keep going, Jeff, because you got the Arse Frieza Palooza, and then I've got some color commentary on it. <sighs> you take a little breath here. So Lemons had their annual Arse Frieza Palooza, which used to be the last race of the season, but has now been trumped. Uh, this weekend at Sonoma, or last weekend at Sonoma, uh, before they freeze their parts, Road Atlanta this weekend. Uh, we did miss the Alfa Romeo sig- sig- Syndicate Excellente, who took A and overall, but were pretty solid with the rest of our picks. Uh, Cerveza was second. Uh, let me hit go here. I saw third with six laps in the lead. Uh, there was Mixtape Dating Club was up there. And they were they were actually Colorado. fourth. I, I mispron. I, I I have the capitals on me in that, so it's dollar sign th. But oh yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Uh, so that so, that Corrado has raced three races and had three podiums. That that's insane. <laughs> GD Yo man, that is a water cooled Volkswagen. So maybe what, you should switch. What are those? What? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, also reliability. That's what that is. No, it's oh, no. Yeah, Comparison, yeah, yeah. So we'll have to reach out to those guys and get them on the show to find out how, what they do to make a Corrado run. But we should say that Bodge Engineering, with their Sterling, took the IOE in Class B. It was Cool Runnings Mon, the Jeep Stang, uh, and Petty Cash Racing. The highest B was actually tenth overall. Yeah, because we've been talking about how you know most B class winners, you've got to be top. Got to be deep in the top ten. And so that that A class was strong. Yep, safety third, King John Elantra was the class C with Mitsubishi and the barely legal Super Lemons rounding out the podium. Uh, also, I'd like to mention if you haven't weren't watching uh, uh, the the boys who built the uh, the boys the old coots who built the Opal wagon. Yeah, uh, they they built it at the what show was it? Sacramento, Sacramento, Sacramento Auto, Auto Show. show uh, leaked fuel two times and were booted from the race after yeah. only a couple laps. And they, they had that on their Instagram. How to uh, how to lose a uh, lemons race in two steps. Step one, leak fuel. Step two, leak fuel. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's uh, a very been, sad ending. Yeah. It is. That's, that's yeah. what I told them that. that Right before the <laughs> 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 All right. So GRM board OG and RV super team driver Dan Gilos. Now he's been Facebooking me with this with a lot of stuff. First off, his Tales of Woe. They had their seven the, they they drive the infamous 70s called them want their RV back. It's a V8 swapped E36, which is actually not boring because it's 
kind of cool. Uh, to start, their newly converted tow pig box truck RV slash had issues all the way in. Then while running fourth overall an hour 11 of the 14 hours, a third to second downshift had a very distinctive crunch, as Dan called it. And uh, so he tended to lift around and forth, but they ended up having to come in on the hook. Ten races had proved too much for their Transmero four-speed, and it died. This is so spectacular that it split the housing. And I've got the picture of the I'm show. I'm looking at the picture now. <laughs> Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> yes. And uh, I've got a link to their Instagram, and you can see this. This is a giant, beefy, four-speed, rock crusher-style transmission. And... They demolished it. It is beautiful. Chris, go ahead and say what you want to say. We missed you there. Chris? Okay. We're lost. Uh, so anyway, we'll put this out on the Instagram. Absolutely. Yeah. So the link to their Instagram's on there and you should follow them. Now they're in their turn trip. Their black iron truck died. AAA literally left him to freeze overnight and then decided to deny his claim completely. The truck broke down. It's still at a repair shop. He had to get somebody's wife to come get him 300 miles round trip because AAA decided that his legally converted and I quote legally converted licensed insured motorhome didn't have Winnebago or fancy graphics on the side so now uh he also had some interesting stuff in there uh when we were talking the um some of the awards that went through the uh organizer's choice actually went to the road rangers and it was an automatic volkswagen mark IV jetta that they had all kinds of veterans come in and drive including several amputees so they were letting those guys drive that car around the track and that is awesome word around the paddock is is that the uh mixtape guys had a hand in that as well as some of the uh the eyesore guys they all tried to, tried to help make that happen which is just freaking awesome petty cash petty cash was the other team that helped make that happen awesome uh chrissy are you here to do it or we'll do the next thing all right there it is guest number one eric rude gave us the intro to the Yokohama 500, 350, 100, good try, formerly named, and I just like the other name better, so that's why I'm going to scroll it out. Scrotium, the Kim Harmon Scrotium 500. Scrotium? <laughs> Can't we get through one show without someone saying Scrotium? <laughs> so uh, he gave us the entire entry list. We will say there's 103 cars this weekend in Atlanta, 18 BMWs. Boring! Boring. Two Miatas, eight Hondas, no Porsches, and one furry gremlin. Now, there's some other notes of entry from Eric. Uh, NSF has brought a Daewoo Nuvria, uh, a 68 Beetle, which is apparently the newest car in Lemons. I don't understand what Eric's trying to say with that one, but I just oh. trust Rude. And yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Get it get it out there, Johan. <laughs> Uh, and uh, they've got a uh, Omni GLH. Their team is aptly named Goes Like Hell, which is what GLH stands for. And the Duff Beer guys, according to Eric, are taking a very casual approach to racing their Mercedes and will be helping out judging a bit. And we would be remiss if we did not mention the Garage Heroes in Training, who I have already gotten a text from, are safely tucked into the Hampton Inn down by the Chateau Elan near Road Atlanta right now. Well, they arrived early. Uh, okay. Chrissy, go through the good. Give me the good. Good. We should be 
be back for a little bit. Uh, on set tennis is going to be there with their Dodson uh, 240C. Oh, she cut out. All right. So the RX 3.8 will be there. Hopefully there will be no Wiener stepping. Oh, there she is. Oh, she jumped out again. Dang it. Uh, the, the Cressida, which is just, the Cressida is always strong, man. Dave knows how to build a car, and that whole team knows how to drive them. She's back just enough to say she's, she's here. here. I'm here. I'm here. It's it's like being haunted. I'm I'm here. Come to me. Go to the light. Go to the light. It's, it's the hills of Virginia. You go down and you're in the back. <laughs> okay. Lastly, and then I'll shut up. Our reset. That's where Chris and I will be racing with our friends, uh, Hamza and somebody. Jeff. I know. I wasn't sure. Everybody knew about that. Um, and we will be with our German Jeff. Ah, I put them in the good file as a joke because, you know, as soon as you start winning, you know, Hobbs is going to be like, whoa, whoa, slow down, guys, slow down, guys. We don't want to end up on a podium. I, I just want to know how. <laughs> I just want to know how the Mazda RX 3.8 got into the good category. The thing is fast, as we've said. They but... won B. They, they won B. Bruce There's no way. I know they're listening, and I'm going to say it. They will step on their wiener so hard, they will not. I don't know. I, I heard there might be a hot shoe available on Sunday that can get that car around Road uh, road Atlanta pretty quick. Oh, no, they know how to drive quick. They just know how to step on their wiener, too. Let's talk about the bad teams. I feel bad saying this because I like some of these people. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. <laughs> But, but if, he finishes, if he finishes the race, it's because he ran out of vodka. <laughs> go, go, Johan. I don't think any of these guys would deny their their, their <laughs> <laughs> hell you know what he knows, so. Uh, so Team Sputnik will be there in their 1991 Nissan Sentra with 30% more roof. Which is actually his <laughs> most reliable car he's ever actually, made. Actually, he's not so bad on it. He just needs to put the saws all down and back away from the car. Stop sawing things off of it. Knoxville Lowballers will be there with their 1980 Triumph TR8. Have we raced against that? I don't remember. No. And it's the thing is, is the Knox Vegas, Knox Vegas can build a car and they can race the crap Absolutely. out of one. I just put it on there because it's a TR8. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's bad. I've seen yeah. it at CMP. It's, it's bad. Oh, so they've run this at CMP. It, what yeah, kind yeah. of poor Doratech motor does it have in it? No, it's yeah, a Oh, it does not actually. It still it, has the, you know, the Triumph Buickish. Uh, yeah. There, so uh, it is. It's it's full crap Triumph actually. Wow. This, the, this is Robert <laughs> Simpson's baby. So. Yeah. Uh, so he's a yeah kind of the offshoot, the the eclectic offshoot uh, driver for uh, 
for Knox Vegas. So well, good for them. They can pedal the cars. They knew how to do it. And they know how to build it. I'm just surprised they didn't put a. I mean, they put a Doratech in everything. So and they're uh, good with them. They're Holy absolutely crap, they're great good with them. With them. <laughs> they've they've won uh, a couple times. That stupid little thing is fast. Whatever that thing is. But anyway, cruising racing in their 1989 Cabriolet. I will not call it a bee basket. And <laughs> Porsche popcorn racing in their 1984 Buick Regal. No, no, 94. 94. 94. That's what I said, didn't an I? 80, an 84 would be a Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, said, I meant to say 94. But it's Regal. It's Regal, all right. <laughs> if it doesn't have a turbo, I'm not interested. <laughs> I want to race a Turbo Regal on a racetrack. Johan, we did this on purpose. We gave you the funny entries. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so I actually, I love this name. But, <laughs> uh, we thought this was a hard lemonade drinking competition, <laughs> uh, which normally you'd hate this car, but I mean, that's a hell of a good name. <laughs> uh, an 86 BMW 325. I'm not um, even going to boring that. Keep no. going. Just because, yeah, you can overcome boring with with great theme and great naming. So that's they're doing it right. Dumb, dumber, dumbest, and Mike. (laughs) 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 What? And then when you see what they're driving, I I get it. It's a 2003 Ford Focus. (laughs) They're not not good cars. No, it's gonna be. There's gonna be. There's no. There's a lot of fail in there. <laughs> uh, you know, watch them. They're gonna win. They're gonna win C. That that's probably it. That you know what? I'm gonna pick them for C. Uh, <laughs> girded loins racing team. Well, they're driving a hell of shit. Uh, Chichi. There we go. I almost said something else. Uh, BMW Z3. So, but this is not the uh, AMC bodied Z3. This is just some other like dirt bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Four cylinder probably. Yeah, yeah. It's all um, right. If it had a slush box, I'd be very impressed. <laughs> Speaking of and slush then, boxes. <laughs> well, like, Chris and Chrissy, you guys have you guys have some competition. You have your new rival, Two Pedal Mafia. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're actually know. friends of ours. Oh, that I, was, that's what I was going to say. We know who that is. Yeah. Uh, I drove that car for almost a whole lap last year. Oh, it's that good. <laughs> but it, it must have been a really luxurious lap. I mean, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, <laughs> well, a, an early 90s Lexus. but It's uh, even worse because it's an old speedy cop car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that has been, that's been ridden hard and put away wet, I think. So, and and I, I, I once. Last year, when it was going through tech, it was having some tech difficulties, and uh, the 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 new owner, uh, what is his first name? It's John's brother, right? So, uh, it's Darren's brother, your brother-in-law, John. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's Darren's brother, John. So he's uh, begging. Uh, 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 he's he's begging to get through tech, and he basically says, "I know this car is going to be great." And, and, oh, right. He, he's basically saying, "I know I did it right. I have, I have taken care of this." And Jay puts his hand on his shoulder and goes, "Son, this car has broken more hearts than you could possibly imagine. <laughs> We're going to pass you today, 
but this is not going to go well. <laughs> and he was right. It did not go well. <laughs> Johan, keep going down your list. All right. Ah. No, so, all right. So then Scuderia Fartari with the 2018 Fartari that's that's like that's like eight fart jokes in 20 letters <laughs> that i i really wish i was at the race now damn it i'm darn it i mean shoot i mean whatever absolutely uh, <laughs> rotten pakung icing has got a, a 95 bmw with a ford escort badging to fool the judges oh yeah that's gonna work <laughs> um, but you know a for effort right uh and then actually this is so awesome it's something i did i hope they really built this like to uh you know to scale or whatever but somebody's raised team big chicken so if you're from like the atlanta area uh yes right, that is uh an iconic landmark it's a there's yeah and we game. will have the link of why big chicken is funny that is hysterical. Oh, I really, really, really hope that they uh, they did some welding and some painting. And uh, it's a or, 2005 Dodge Neon, but uh, yeah, or some paper mache that'll end up on the track for everyone else to drive through. That'll be great. Oh yeah, that that I yes, I, I remember Spanks uh, Spanks white Bronco, which was made of styrofoam. You just you know sort of releasing big chunks of styrofoam through the air in front of me. So that should be awesome. It's like that. So th- that is, those are the, the funniest cars apparently on the list. We'll see, we'll see how funny this actually, it actually is after. This is better than okay. battery is low. It's not <laughs> six miles. Exit hey, right. The last time, uh, last thing we're going to say about racing, uh, Lucky Dog has their schedule uh, for 2019 up. Make sure you register for something because they're off. Uh, they are awesome. We love Kathy. And uh, go racing them. Hey, Laguna sold out in less than two minutes. So race with that. Yeah. That's legit. Now, Jeff, you've got something to say about cars that don't suck, unless, Johan, you want to take this part. No, no, I'll take care of it. So, uh, yeah, the last thing we need is the GDO man losing our sponsors. Yeah, that's right. Or gaining us more sponsors. Gaining more sponsors. <laughs> Extreme Experience is a place where they will even put GDO man behind the seat <laughs> of some of the world's <laughs> best supercars at over 20 racetracks in America and Canada with no speed limits, no shifting restrictions, no governors. Head to xxspeed.com. Choose your supercar, find a racetrack near you, and start making a story of your own. Seven models of exotic supercars to choose from. 20-plus tracks in a year-round location in New Orleans, Louisiana. Pro instructors like Chris, Mental, or myself in the car with you, helping you explore the car's limits and learn how to drive the racing line. Here's the most important part. You know you want to do it. Save 25% when you use the code EveryoneRacers at XXSpeed.com. XXSpeed.com. Book your experience today. It's your turn. So cool. Uh, Are you here enough, AMG, to say hi to Chrissy's mom? I'm here enough, but I think uh, the GDO man needs to say hello to my mom. That's true. She's absolutely right. Hi to Chrissy's mom. 
<laughs> no, no, give it. No, no, no. That was Johan. The GDO man needs to say hi to Chrissy's mom. Hello, hello, Chris's mom. I have to say that my my mom listens to the podcast. She only knows the GDO man because when the GDO man shows up at our show, uh, so or not, or uh, whatever form you're in. Uh, she thinks that you're, I think she might think that your voice sounds like the GDO man all the time. So, just figure out what you Yeah, I was just doing the regular guy voice earlier. Uh, you know, was, this is like, it took so much work not to talk like this. <laughs> all right, let's do some listener feedback. Let's skip through some of these here. Let's just do a couple because we are running long. Uh, but this is an important one. Michael Krenzler responded to Mentals. What you working on about is Volvo. And it's, apparently it's not the thermostat that is broken, but there's an electrical issue. But you can fix it. He sent you a link with a twist tie yes. that, for, and, or a $19 kit from IPD. I don't know what that is. But when the National Parts oh, Depot. Oh, National Parts Depot. Thank you. Hashtag uh, but, they should totally sponsor us. Check that off in your bigger card. When your temperature spikes in your early Volvo for no obvious reason, it is always a thing called the temperature compensating board. Hard to believe there's still one installed in your car at this point, but uh, a lot of folks thought that a temp faking circuit was a good thing. Clearly it's not. Yes. So uh, also, uh, well, no, uh, Chris, are you with us? Yeah, he's driving. Do you want him to read about... You said you could tell him what to say. Why would I tell him what to say? I'll just read it. Uh, Matt Baranchek says on Facebook (laughs) uh, that we are a great uh, podcast on low-buck racing. The hosts have a great chemistry and conversation flows very well sometimes. Thanks, Matt. (laughs) Uh, They can with themselves and their mistakes as well as it's learning experience. So you, you are awesome. And that's awesome, Matt. Now, for God's sakes, go put that on iTunes. Awesome. So uh, I saw in the Facebooks that Farincheck probably has a buyer for his Pinto. So as soon as that happens, I can start making fun of Pintos again. <laughs> so uh, why don't we read? Why don't we get Johan pick one to read, and then we'll uh, get on to the main topic. Well, and, and this is before we get to the, 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 all of these comments are actually on the last week's thankfulness episode. All right. Oh man. All right. So what about you know, like I, I kind of I saw Brett Sloman made a comment, and and I really want to do like a great like Kiwi accent. And, Go for it. Go for you know, it. I, but I suck at those, so I'm just gonna make him French. Uh, <laughs> sounds good to me. Uh, you know, so, so getting on the podium with a second place at Middle High in Jupiter. Oh, <laughs> second place contract that there. But God is done in the beats and turning consistent laps. <laughs> consistent laps out of Brent Sloman and consistent hilarity out of the GDO man. Uh, I just mentioned that. Uh, uh, sub, uh, let's see here. Let's do Jerry Ringle. Jerry Ringle oh, right. said, uh, "Go ahead. You want to do it? And I'll do no, it." No, that's, that's a Chrissy. Chrissy can grab Jerry. He she can. No, let's just keep keep moving. Keep moving. Yeah, forget about us. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. 
So we're, we're going to skip ahead. Uh, I actually want to talk about uh, Dr. Mom because she said, Do OMG, it. driving the 41 Olds. Bob Griffin and Frank Rocketship Jenkins were under the Buick looking exhausted. Bob offered me some seat time. I gave him an opportunity to take the seat back. His enthusiastic go got me in gear lickety split. Then he told me I had no time limit. I raced that some bitch for 90 glorious minutes. And that wouldn't have happened if Lemons hadn't given me the opportunity to build relationships with wonderful people, taught me how to be a responsible teammate, renter, pit crew, cheerleader, and help me learn that sometimes people really mean it when they offer an extraordinary experience. Yes, indeed, Dr. Mom. Yes, indeed. We'll uh, roll down. We, we posted a picture up on that thankfulness episode. And, Johan, you got something from Sabrina. Uh, yeah, so she mentioned, uh, she mentioned that photo as well. Love this picture of our car. Mental. Apparently, you snagged it from Phil's archives. You media thief. Uh, <laughs> this has been a right. typical year of bumps and bruises, but somehow we always return stronger after lots of yeah after lots of late nights of welding. Uh, ironically, some of those bumps have resulted in great friendships with the other drivers and car owners. I I have to say I have yet to have that experience, but. <laughs> uh, and uh, and as Todd uh, Winstanley said, giving Randy the wheel, our tribe is strong. Indeed. Absolutely. Uh, Jerry Ringle was also talking about giving Randy Popes the wheel. So his car, Liz, as Mental has waxed poetically about, she's a big girl, but she knows how to dance. And uh, Jerry said, for me, it was watching Randy Popes drive Liz around Barber like he stole it. Mental and I wondered if he could beat our fast lap. He broke it, broke it by Five seconds on his second lap. Yeah. That man is amazing. That's yeah. why they are professional racers. And Carl Applegate was talking about how great it was you gave him E1R stickers because of his hella sweet cheese at racing suit. Well, we'd known that. Let's <laughs> let's move on. It is time. We call this the Road Atlanta show, but really, it's gonna be the Yo Man show because we've talked a bit about Road Atlanta. Topic. So uh, we never really did a a proper introduction. So call him Johan or call him the GDO man. It, you would know him if you met this guy. Yes, he does speak in weird t- tongues. He's probably our best educated guest ever that we've had on the pod. Yet he still thinks driving an air-cooled Volkswagen in lemons is a good idea. Johan, thank you for coming to the pod- podcast. Please defend yourself. WTF with your stupid Volkswagen. Well, clearly being educated does not guarantee smart decision making. So, um, you know, what 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 is in the back of that beast? Because it is pretty quick. Uh, man, I, you know, I don't know if I should reveal all our uh, our, our, our secrets, but uh, all right, it, we have zero it, listeners. It's a bored out, <laughs> stroked out Type One VW air cooled engine. Uh, we, uh, we, you know, hot cams are not hard to get and, uh, and we, we kind of crammed the, the compression up as high as you can get it. And then we, we put in, it's got like three oil coolers, a dry sump, uh, to keep it cool. So we fill that baby up with about four gallons of motor oil before the race. And, uh, <laughs> and that's, that's what, uh, that's what keeps it alive. But, you know. As much as as we are in the pits, it's it's not about the engine blowing up anymore. Oh crap! I said it, didn't I? Oh well, that's okay. Uh, you know, so 
you know, you, you fall in love with what, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. That's all I can say when it comes to the, the beetle. Uh, there you go. And, yeah. and she does have a big rear end. She does. That's you have her. a lot of tire on that thing. And she, she throws it around the track when she wants to. So, uh, I will say there is no such thing kind of as, uh, you know, point and go. You are, unless you've got one, there, uh, there's like, yeah, it's uh, manual everything, automatic power, nothing, and uh, and you're just sort of constantly wrestling it around turns. Yeah, it's like uh, somebody once uh, I can't remember one of my teammates said when they got out of it. You know, after it's like ninety minutes in a box with an angry badger. <laughs> what driving that car is like. You are, you know, we figured out ninety minutes is the most any of us can drive that car in one sitting because. It's a little exhausting, but it's I fun. still remember the uh, the lemons wrap up video from Barbara a couple of years ago when you were mocking the Studebaker, and uh, <laughs> you, you came up, you go, if they put the engine in the back, it would be almost as fast as a Beetle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, you know, I should have I should have waited till Sunday because I think they beat us that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> well. Know. Uh, you are from my second favorite city, Pahonix. Um, <laughs> Albuquerque being my favorite. Uh, but anyway, out there in the Southwest, how did you get into this lemons thing? What, what's what's the story? You seem to be a, a an educated man with PhD or MD or something at the end of your name. What would yeah. make you do this? You know, I already I already you know said about about education and decision making. But so my backstory. Woo, um. So it all started in, in basically about, you know, in the fall of 2009, my my best buddy, Steve Kelly, who was head of the, you know, the other half of our race team or the founding member of our race team. And I had just spent a night sleeping in an alley in Tokyo. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're heading back nice. to the airport uh, from uh, like a, a I, you know, our wives are kind of. Either they are hoping we're going to die and they won't have to deal with this, or they're just really saintly and kind of let us, you know, run off and do stupid things. But so we're, we're heading back to the airport going, okay, you know, what are we going to do after this? And I just seen, I think it was the uh, ESPN magazine article on, on lemons racing. And I'm like, dude, any idiot can race cars now. That's we right. Totally do this. <laughs> And, uh, you know, about six months uh, of looking, we found, I don't know why we, we were looking at, you know, like four-cylinder Mustangs. We were looking at that. And they're like, oh, that's too boring. And then we we found this ad for this brown 73 Super Beetle. And, uh, you know, it was going to be some retirees. It's, it's actually almost a sad story, but some retirees, like, you know, pro baby project, you know, and then the poor guy has a stroke and blah, blah, blah. so it's like all this sob story. And we're like, it's it's either us buying it or it's going to be like a washing machine in a couple months. Right. So mm -hmm. we bought it and didn't know crap about air cooled cars other than I always thought they sounded cool. Uh, and I always wanted a Porsche. Those are the two things about air cooled cars. There you go. And uh, did a, you know, kind of a self-taught crash course. And then uh, I met, uh, you know, on the uh, interwebs on a couple of BW forums. I started talking to guys. And then and that turned out. So after a few months, maybe about this 
I think we'd done two races, failed miserably, but we did get a judge's choice. Uh, these guys that uh, this this stranger I met on the internet uh, talked me into uh, driving a car down to Florida and meeting him at a hotel. That's a good idea, right? Sure, <laughs> absolutely. There's no fail in that plan. That's that's how the beginning of every episode on uh, Cold Case Files starts out. By the way, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That, that's either uh, that's either a lemon story. Of our team. That, that's either uh, a lemon story or a narcotics purchase. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> or a missing person story. True. <laughs> mm. So uh, yeah, we met this guy. I met this guy, Frank Camper, and uh, Frank is it was retired. Uh, he's actually you're kind of well, Chris. You've talked to him, mental, right? Uh, you know a little bit about his background. So he's a former mercenary, as it turns out, uh, a merc, um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, and actually ran a wrote a bunch of books about it. It's very interesting, but. Before that, he they, worked. They prefer at the Brumo. term "soldier of fortune." Oh yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, it's his term, so I figured. <laughs> I'm not co-opting. Uh, no. uh, so he used to work for Brumos. He used to pit for the Porsche race team. Wow. In the 70s and 80s, when they were winning, uh, yeah, Everything. you know, Sebring and that. Yeah, so he had all these great ideas. He loves to tinker and manager, and you know, and clearly it works for us. So uh, that is how we we got an over-engineered, hella complicated uh, uh, super <laughs> beetle that no longer blows up but breaks other parts regularly. Well, and, and can spin off the track in spectacular fashion. It can. It, well, don't lift in those corners. It, it 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 gave that crown to that V6 powered Beetle, the the Honda. Thing. Oh, that's that, absolutely yeah. right. Yes. That 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 thing has got more of a spin cycle than my very expensive washing machine. It does. <laughs> it, it unlike all most Beetles, it doesn't. That one doesn't like to turn from 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 the uh, <laughs> NG, NJMP uh, experience that I heard about. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. And Barber. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yep. Uh, but it is entertaining to watch it lift front wheels uh, every time they stop. <laughs> on the yes. Well, you have a cool beetle. I like yours better. Uh, maybe. Uh, since you're on the podcast, I'll say that. Yeah, so, exactly. And you, you also have this other, like, this other, what some sort of long roof Toyota. What is that thing? Yeah. yeah. And so, like, yeah, because um, education does not lead to good decisions. <laughs> You know, and you know, and I'm a glutton for punishment. I when the uh, when they started having a, an Arizona race, I talked to another group of friends out here in Phoenix uh, into uh, building another lemons car, and so now I have two teams, one on each coast, um, and this one's an '82 Toyota Corolla station wagon. Wagon life yeah, for life. Wagon mafia, man. Uh, and uh, and and the team over here, we could call ourselves nine finger drifters that's kind of a little yakuza thing and uh at uh at first we had the uh 3tc we you know reliably blew that up and uh we said damn why don't we beam swap it because those are falling all over the place in the u.s and so we put a uh 3gse uh beams engine and uh transmission in it and it's uh it's hella sweet which one destroyed the differential? Because that was the greatest 
gear <laughs> gnashing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was the the maiden voyage of the beam. So it lasted five laps. <laughs> uh, we we turned the differential into paste. <laughs> we did manage to find something close to our rear end in a uh, in Tucson in a junkyard. It was off of like a '78 Celica. It's still on the car, by the way. We spent all night cutting, welding, welding, cutting, cutting, spacing, and then got it on, got everything going. But we managed to get the angle on the uh, on the mounts for the axle off by about four degrees. So the axle kept hitting up against the underside of the, the drive shaft, kept hitting the underside of the uh, body we could, you know, when we drove it. And so we we're like, oh. This will not work on track. This is a failure. We suck. So, uh, but at least we got a heroic fix out of it because we we were able to drive it around the paddock. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so and that we, matters. So yeah. we are supposed to talk about uh, Road Atlanta and the whatever the hell they're calling it, non-scrotium race. Non-scrotium. That's actually the title for it. the new name of the race. The non-scrotium. So I am not, I'm sitting in New Jersey where it is snowing and not attending the race because I traded my one race away hall pass from the wife to go to Laguna Seca this, uh, in January with, uh, with Lucky Dog. So we're pretty excited by that. Uh, last year, I remember it was extremely cold. Meta, you say it's going to snow again? They're predicting the possibility of snow flurries on Sunday. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, but this year they'll be in the other paddock, right? Like they were yes. in the pro pits? So uh, the original paddock is where we were last year, the outside of the track. That's back when the track was built back in the 70s. And when the track was purchased by Don Panos, he performed a number of upgrades, including building the inner paddock. Now, the inner paddock is good for two reasons. One, it's level. That means you can put a damn car on there and the car is going to stay where you left it. We, Two, we had like a... 87 blocks <laughs> under the front of your RV trying to get it level. Yes. Oh, I just not to mention when we were working on the Honda, you got to put blocks behind everything. I mean, it, it wasn't just you guys, everybody in the old pits, it's all angled and discombobulated and it all wants to roll away. And we, when we went down and hung out with Chris and uh, Dr. Mom last year, briefly, like their RV was all kind of candy levered. Candy Wampus. So the the new pits are inside the track, which makes pitting a little less sporty coming into 11. But the problem is, if you don't know where the exit for the pits are as you're coming under the bridge, you're taking another lap because it's you, you can't it's, make that it's adjustment. It's kind of reverse of the other pits because you actually, if you don't pay attention to where the pits are, you enter the pits. Yes. The- right. Well, yes. Towards <laughs> the other pits, no matter what. So. Yes, and I guarantee several teams will do that on Saturday. There will be a lot of people that find it because when they run motorcycles, sometimes they'll run that line. They'll run the ninety degree instead of the traditional turn twelve line. And if you folks don't know what we're talking about, watch a track video. Uh, but the inner pits are actually much better because there's a lot more electricity and you have access to water. Um, that's, that's a bonus. There wasn't a whole lot of electricity there last year. No, no, and the the, the old the the inside pits have got electricity everywhere. It's great. Still get there early. Still get hooked up. It's awesome. Um, but getting around to the track is still going to require you climbing some very large hills because it's for Atlanta. Suck it up. Uh, Johan, you were there last year. What do you think? 
Yeah, that. Uh, so Friday practice, which was an actual snowstorm. <laughs> snowstorm. Uh, in our beetle with no wipers, uh, and, you know, but a hell of a lot of Windex um, or whatever, uh, you know, Rain-X. Rain-X, um, Rain-X, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and so, so, you know, you got race tires, it's snowing, what could possibly go wrong? But there was one more complication. So the, the, it turns out that uh, either while loading the, uh, the car onto the trailer or something, we cracked the nose cone, which is the attachment point for your transmission to the body of the car. And we, we were having a little wobble, and a little shifting in the, uh, you know, on the, in the drivetrain. Yeah. And, and which is like, oh, whatever, that's going to be clunky. No, because remember, we have a, there's a, there's a metal cable running from the gas pedal to the carburetors, right? So yeah. every time that the engine shifted and you're going downhill, it pulls on the throttle. And suddenly the engine starts revving up to like <laughs> going downhill, heading for the bridge. It's snowy. It's icy. It's snowy. I, can't see. I cannot see. Help me. Help me, Jeebus. Yes. Yeah. Help me, Tom Cruise. Uh, this was, yeah, it was, I did two laps and got the hell off the track. Uh, you know, and said, uh, we need, we need to fix this. So yeah, it was, it was honestly the first time in my life. I actually feared for my life on track. Uh, yeah, got better from there, but, but marginally <laughs> that weekend. So, so my my knowledge of air cooled Volkswagens it, it involves cutting one up to put it inside of a Workburg, uh, <laughs> which is which is an East German car, and yeah. then hanging a and hanging a, uh, a a Subaru motor off the back. And I remember there was this thing like I think it was a was it a Kafer bar or something that like yeah. there were bars from the motor to the transmission to like stop this like shudder i don't know uh, yeah so that's that's for a swing axle uh, rear end which is an independent rear suspension but you know but what happens is that you depending on how you take a turn the uh the axle you know the rear end will kind of lift and so you will get reverse camber on both tires and then you get tire hop and or you know, and or snap over steer and or, you know, rolling oh. death. Or all of it. <laughs> yeah. And so they figured and out by rolling death, you no that thing road. down with a steel bar and like, you know, and spring steel and all this stuff across from one axle to the other and the transmission. You can kind of prevent that. You know, it just means you have like no there's no there's no travel, but that's still better than flipping over and dying in a ditch, I guess. So <laughs> awesome. The caper bar. Awesome. So great. Uh, I know Chris and Chrissy will be there, but they are not running with our team. Uh, uh, Chrissy, are you on the mic? Are you ready to talk? Can you tell us who you're running with this weekend? Yeah, we're running with our friend Hamza and his team called hard reset because he couldn't figure out how to put anything else in. So we thought he'd just, Unplug it, plug it back in. It worked all right. <laughs> um, so we are, it, we're in a very boring BMW. It's really not very exciting. Except we have a new theme this time. It's actually pretty good. I'll wait till you guys see it on track before you say anything. But uh, is, it, is this the theme? 
Is this the theme we worked on? Yeah, this is the theme we've got vinyl for. It's a very scientific oh, theme. Oh, I am so excited for this theme. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. It's, it's, it's about men of science and, and the thinking <laughs> through the so, Hey, hey, that's, that's real science, damn it. It is real science. <laughs> it is research-based, actually. Yeah. So, that's it. Uh, yeah, so it's four of us running the BMW. And it's, it's an E36, and it has... Zero M3 or E46, 36. E30, it's E36, 325, and it is it is basically stock. It has sure. a very well built cage. Uh, M3 nice parts car. count as stock, right? They're made by BMW. Hey, they hey, have hey, a part hey, number. Shut it. Continuation. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Oh. As we said, they will not be uh, running for the win in either direction. No. So, no. uh, Johan, you can't make it this year. What's up with that? Uh, you know, we had we had we had life problems. Uh, so so Steve Kelly, who I mentioned before, uh, so he was you know he was Chong when I was Cheech and uh, oh yeah things like that. That so, was a great theme. That was a great theme. Was, that's, we're still very proud of that one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so he went out to Moab to ride along a trail called the Whole Enchilada. And uh, and he uh, pretty much uh, broke the whole enchilada. Which, uh, so he broke his, <laughs> his tibia uh, mountain biking out there, and and badly enough that so that was September, and uh, and he's still non weight bearing, and just now started PT and stuff like that. And then we had another teammate who had a family member that that also races and is sometimes raced with us who just finished chemo and this past weekend was at uh barber at one of the historic races for his first race back so it was going to be really tough to kind of get the car prep not have all of our teammates there and you know sometimes life gets in the way and uh you say all right we'll take a mulligan and go to the next race so we're, we'll be at barber though awesome outstanding yeah barber's a great race mental you're local but you already mentioned that you can't be there saturday Correct. Uh, are you, you got you got a you got a seat for Sunday? What's up? Well, uh, the Garage Heroes in training uh, said that if they've had one come open. They'll offer me a seat. Uh, the, I've also been if it opens up, I'll I'll have a shot in Hobbs's car. Or I'm still kind of hoping that maybe Greg will be too busy roasting another pig, and I'll get another shot in the uh, Black Betty, the RX 3.8. Wait, wait a minute. You you're local to Atlanta? How? How have we not gone to the Claremont Lounge together? <laughs> because the only time you go to the Claremont Lounge is when you come in town for Barber, and you and Phil spend the spend that Thursday up there. <laughs> and invariably, I have to. What I have done at every Barber race is I have to drive my RV to Birmingham, Alabama, roll my motorcycle out of it, ride home in the rain, and then go back the next day. Except for the last time when Chris and Chrissy uh, got my RV. And by the way, on that note, Chris and Chrissy, since I know you're listening, the door to the RV is locked just don't touch it just don't touch it at all <laughs> just go into the driver's door and drive the rv to road atlanta and we'll be fine or i'll just hang out the side hold the door closed the whole time to make sure it doesn't swing out in the traffic okay. three years own that rv only came open on you because the door wasn't locked <sighs> actually i think yeah, it was me too. yeah <laughs> so, definite wounds have been opened up here 
Yes. And, and here's the thing. I badassed that RV after that race, trying to find a Super Bowl. Holy no cow, were you man-assing that RV? Open one time. <laughs> I but think we we've reached the end of the show. Does anyone have anything else to say, Road Atlanta or Johan related, before we move on to On the Spot? Uh, we've got we've got five minutes and I do want to throw out that the reason we're wrapping this up and I love this. I truly love this is that our special guest who lives in Arizona has to hurry up to make it to his hockey league. <laughs> beer, beer league hockey. Uh, it's, well, it's lifestyle decision. Uh, it's, God bless I, you, I, sir. I, I just just wear your helmet. That's all I have to say. CTE what? is real. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> anyway fast enough uh at this point in our lives uh to uh, to to create that much momentum i think <laughs> <laughs> can't you hit it on the ice can't you be like uh, half liquored up and like fall off your your ass you do make i don't a know point there you do make a point there i'm a better sweeper of the ice than i am uh many other things out there these days but <laughs> Well, we've come to my favorite part of the show, and it is not just the tip. It is on the spot. For those of you that are new or have never listened. (laughs) That's an awful intro. Awful. They're all awful. Right Uh, now, right now, Lori Elang is just hitting her 15 second ahead skip. That's right. I saw that. So I'm going to to pose a question, and we're going to go around the horn, and we get no thought about it. We just need to answer it. Chris and Chrissy, are you with us? Yeah, we're here. All right. On the spot, get ready to answer. What is the best thing about partying with the GD Yo Man? Go. the time where JD Yo Man got the name would be having me standing at the bar with all the lights <laughs> and then had the people behind him cursing and saying, and they were so upset. Or no, he was cursing, they were upset, and they were like, oh, "Curse his mouth!" And that's how I got the JD Yo Man name. That's my thing. I don't know who this Judy is. <laughs> 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 um, I like the the real embrace of the gentleman racer lifestyle that, that you know, GDO man and Steve bring to Lemons. It's really a, a heartwarming thing to see and how far they go with it. Very yeah. cool. Mental. Favorite part about Hi. partying and hanging with the GDO man. Pyrotechnics at CMP a couple of years ago when he had some sort of God 190 proof alcohol that he kept blowing into a flame ball. And when I showed the video to Judge Phil, Judge Phil goes, you know, I have to disqualify him now for stunting and exploding. That's technically. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, that's not exploding. That's combustion. (laughs) (laughs) Pulling the science card. (laughs) Johan. What is your favorite thing about partying with the GDO man? Well, hold on, no, no. Before he answers, before he gets, no, before you, before you go, before you go, Johan, Jeff, you have not said your favorite. I know. I was going to go last. I was going to mention the stylish smoking jacket Mm. that was that was worn the last time he interrupted our podcast. He came in, (laughs) and I was like, I, I was, I was 
petting his his velveteen, lovely br- chocolate brown smoking jacket, and I said, I said, I said, this is wonderful. What is this? And I, he spoke for ten minutes. I didn't understand a gosh darn word, and I laughed my tookies off the entire time. This oh, is I have, nice. I have another one. Can I introduce <laughs> my other ones? I just remembered. When Chris and I were uh, judging at DMP, we, uh, the GDO man was racing. He, I, we asked for really good uh, moonshine, as authentic moonshine for fries. He brought, and I still have, a little wicker basket with six nicely little, little, jar, little ball jars filled with different kinds of moonshine. And- they had little labels with a a R-rated label uh, name and a not so R-rated label. Yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fun coming up with, with naming those. Yes. Yeah. So I and we still have them. It's the only moonshine we have left in the house. Well, we save it only for special occasions. Then we bring out the fancy dropper or <laughs> things like that. Yeah. You know. Because we don't have a cockfighting belt buckle to wear. While we... <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm adding that to the uh, to the card for next week. Cockfighting belt buckle will have to be added to the bingo card. <laughs> and, and for listeners that want to go back and relive that joyous time, that is episode 21 live from Barber Motorsports Park, and it's it's actually worth another listen. Awesome. Let's ask Johan. What is your favorite? Thing about partying with the GDO man? Uh, it's it's uh, crap. I don't know. It's all it's all the shopping at uh, thrift stores. That I have to <laughs> it's it's the wardrobe. That's that's the number one thing. Now it's man, it's all of my homies in lemons and in uh, crap can racing. That's the absolute best thing. That's awesome. That is great. Uh, Johan, thank you. GDO man, thank you. French guy. Jean Pierre, Jean Pierre, thank you for joining us. Um, we are going to sign off now, but I'm trying to get my uh, thing here. But uh, this is what, what uh, this is the pre-Road Atlanta show. We're not sure this weekend. Stay tuned. There might be a Road Atlanta show that happens live. If not next week, tune in for the Road Atlanta Hangover show, where we'll hear all about what happened at Road Atlanta. Um, in either way, you can see the results online. You can tune in, see what happens in Mental's RV. Tally will probably be there. It's it, it's going to be a hell of a time. Don't forget your towel. Don't forget. There, there. That guy owes me 10 bucks. What? <laughs> Yo, anyway. Uh, do you got any social media you want to pimp? Uh, you know, if you're a Lemons, uh, if you're a Lemons devotee and you need someplace to post your really uh, inappropriate pictures, uh, look up the group GD Yo Man. We welcome all. Yes, the Facebook group GD Yo Man is the great place to be. I, I tend to be there a lot myself. So I guess I'll say thank you, GDO Man. Thank you for downloading us. And we hope you enjoyed this week's edition of Everyone Racers. I feel like I should put on the French accent. We we will hope you'll join us in the world of driving, racing, and building. That's not even French. That's like, yeah, it's like it's Asian. Not, that's, that's terrible. Like, 
That's racist, actually. <laughs> Just a little. It's a little racist. I've, I've tried your French. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that was hurtful, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second best. Uh, oh, my, my speaker turned off. There we go. The battery is low. The battery is not low. I just pushed the button wrong. I'm laughing so much. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Go to iTunes. Get us a five-star rating. Even if you don't like us, tell us why and give us a five-star rating. Matt, go give us a five-star rating on iTunes. Yeah, iTunes, the only place that counts. If you have any questions or want to give us some show ideas, drop a comment on our Facebook page, Everyone Racers. Or by email, everyone.racers at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, at Everyone Racers. Thanks again, and until next week, keep the shiny side up. Unless you have a 911, then keep the front wheels in front of the back wheels. And then just keep the wheels down. (laughs) Uh. Well, thank you. Johan, thank you. Dude, thank, that was awesome. Thank you. That was very fun. I, I appreciate the uh, chance to screw up your, uh, your, 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 your.